0: Alrighty, we want to greet everyone in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and uh, we're grateful for everyone that's here today. So, if you have your Bibles, let's go to the 22nd chapter of the book of Proverbs. Thankful for everyone that's here, and we look forward to sharing with you the things that the Lord have uh, laid on my heart to share. Now I pray that we all uh, came to hear what God has to say and that we will take it to heart so that we can grow by his word. Um, I remember when I was a senior in high school, I was 16 years old and I got sick, uh, really sick uh, towards the beginning of the school year and uh, I missed two weeks of school. I was out for two weeks. And uh, so for, for a total of about 10 days. And uh, I remember after being out for so long, um, you, to me that was a long time. you know. And when you think about school, uh, 10 days straight, that's a long time. And so when I went back to school, um, I was very discouraged to see how far along, and, and you're talking about seven classes, you see. You know, back then they had seven periods. I don't know what they're doing now, but back then they had seven periods. And so I was very discouraged because in every single one of my classes, they didn't stop. They just kept going, the teacher come in, and And didn't see me sitting there and she didn't know he didn't say well you know what we're just gonna wait let's wait until he come back they kept going and so i was discouraged when i went back because i had to play catch up and i might as well had just been had not been in school all that time uh, because i didn't know where we were and i had to learn everything and had to do some crunching Uh, because I had to learn everything that they had been learning for the last two weeks, for the last 10 days, and uh, for, you know, (laughs) what you call Monday through Friday. And so I, I did it. I caught back up, you know, but that was very hard. And I vowed from that time forward I wouldn't get behind again. Because when I come back to class, it was, they might as well have been talking in French. I understood nothing. Even though I'd been gone for ten days. Now I want you to think about something. That is the way it is in the in the spiritual realm as well. Uh, when you come into class, in other words, come in here, you don't have time to take time outs. You don't have time to take breaks. You know, and does the now here's the thing. God is gonna talk every time you come here, um, <laughs> and he's gonna be talking to you, whether you're listening or not. And they'll come where you just decide, oh, me and my husband ain't getting along. Me and my wife ain't getting along. So I'm just going to check out. I'm going to be here, but I'm not going to be here. And the whole time, God is giving you exactly what you need to overcome. But because you think you can take a break and I'll just pick back up when I get back, you know, uh, when I'm encouraged, you know, you'll have a hard time playing catch up. And, and then you'll have to go back, and you'll have to listen to messages. And oh, oh, the Lord was talking to me. Where was I? Sitting right there on the first row, not paying attention, thinking about other stuff. And so now, you're behind. Now the things that you should have been living this week. <laughs> you're going to have to wait and live it next week when the Lord say some more stuff and make it all make sense to you does everybody understand now and so God intends for us the Bible says the Lord when he prayed his model prayer for us to follow he said give us this day our what what kind of bread now not stale bread no that bread not stale that's a daily bread. Does everybody understand? And so we we have to pay attention to those things. So many people would uh, be further along in the Lord if they listen to the Lord when he's talking and and not check out. God does not want us checking out. Does everybody understand that? How many of you brothers uh, read the book of Joshua, the chapters that I asked you to read? Chapters 33 through 40. I sent a message out and asking you brothers, to read chapter 33 through 40 uh, dealing with the sons of Jacob how many of you did that you know when you read that uh, you see how those men they were men of valor how many of you read that those chapters they were men of valor God, God could count on them and God could depend on them and uh, you know <laughs> does everybody understand now And I believe that that's what the Lord is calling us to be, men of valor, especially in this day and age where there's another spirit roaming the world that's wanting to neuter men. God have called us to be men of valor, you know, men of honor. You know, it, it, we can't wait on the world to, to hold the standard for what God has called for. They're falling right in line with what satan is wanting they're making it all line up with his reign of terror in this earth that he's planning on bringing but we as men of god we're supposed to be above that and we're supposed to make sure that we are in the place that we we need to be in does everybody understand that we have to make sure that we are on the wall like god have called us to be we have to make sure that we are watchful. Does everybody understand? So, I, you know, I want us brothers, us men. Now, we, sometimes we, we get on the women about where they're supposed to be in the Lord. Uh, but, but let's talk to the men just for a second. I want us, each, each of us, to ask ourselves this question Can God count on me? Ask yourself that question. Can God count on me? Does everybody understand? Will you be there for God every time He calls? Will you be faithful when He calls? Let me make this clear to us brothers. This is one of this is one of the reasons why. Uh now I, I just have to say it. Uh God have called men to the priesthood of this earth. Does everybody understand? One of the reasons being is because men are not supposed to be emotionally led. We're not supposed to be moody. We're not supposed to have good moods and bad moods. So God have made us different, so that when He called, we're going to come running. It's not going to be based on how we feel. It's not going to be based on what's going on in our homes what's going on in our life when god called we're supposed to come running because we're not moody to begin with so the devil understands that okay that's the nature of a man god have called them god can depend on them so how can we make them less dependable how can we make them moody How? Let's break up the home. Let's let them be, let's let's affect the court system so that they can be raised by their mothers. So that they can be emotionally unstable. So that they will even argue with their wives back and forth like they themselves are a woman and because of that the turmoil that i can cause because i can get to that woman but just imagine if i got two of them living in a house one of them with male genitalia i'm gonna make a mess and so what we do god comes around hey hawk are you re-? no? i'm over here arguing with my wife back and forth no i'm not ready lord no i'm not ready let me let me go does everybody understand that let me go and, and make sure my marriage is straight and so then he had paul's to write let those that have wives be as though they have none in other words when god called, you better come running Does everybody understand? So we have to ask ourselves that, can God depend on me? Am I faithful so that when God calls my name, I'm gonna come running and I'll be, make myself available to him. We have to get to that place, brothers, where we are dependable. Don't fight with chicken scratch. Does everybody understand? The Bible tells us husbands to love our wives as Christ loved the church. Doesn't it say that? Do you see Christ in the Bible arguing with his church? No, I'm going to lay the rule down. If you want to continue to be my church, you're going to do what I tell you. That's all. I'm not going to argue with you. If you wanted to continue to be my church, this is what it takes. That's all. There's no argument here. I'm, I'm not a dictator. I'm not going to make you serve me. I'm not going to make you be my wife. But if you want to continue to be my wife, this is, this is what it takes right here. Argue with that. And I'm going to go in the next room and raise the dead. That's how we as men have to be. Does everybody understand that? Christ does not, does not argue with his church. The day the church argued with God, we are no longer the church. That's our decision. Does everybody understand that? So as men, we have to be men. Of, do even it, look in the Bible. We know that a few of those apostles were married. Do you see any of them tussling? Peter was married. Do you see him tussling? No. It's got some dead folks and sick folks that need to be raised and healed. Amen. <laughs> I don't even got time to argue over what you're cooking. Over your little drama. You get that cattiness out of you. Does everybody understand that? And God thought so much of marriage, there's not going to even be any over in heaven. So I'd be a fool to let my spouse give me a heart attack, to raise my blood pressure, to give me gray hair. Does everybody understand that? I can take that time and spend it with the Lord. If she want to be with me, she'll be right on side of me, on her knees, praying alongside of me. The Lord, a couple of weeks ago, preached a message. Uh, Last week, I want to say, this day, this day, and I'm telling you, you know, brothers, it's time out for the foolishness in our homes. Quit letting the devil trip you up with the same old junk. God did not call us to pull our wives with us. When she said I do, that shouldn't have been any more pulling. Did you have to beat her over the head and bring her to the altar? No. So if she still want to be there, she's going to act like it. Does everybody understand that? The old people used to say, "You can, you can bring a horse to water. Uh, They'll there, they go. Try making them drink." Does everybody understand that? I'm telling you, brothers, God have called us up to a higher place. Our ministry is bigger than our homes. <laughs> Does everybody understand? And I, and I am a witness to it. God Himself. I'm telling you, his will is more important than your marriage. I know our hearts are in it. Brother Bowden, please don't don't say that. I'm saying it. <laughs> Does everybody understand that? God told me to start preaching when I was twelve years old. I didn't start until I was 20. And you know, from 12 to 20, God never came and bugged me about it. He just let the devil whoop my behind. When I got tired, I came, oh, okay, God, you win. I remember eight years ago. He didn't nag me. He didn't bug me. He understood. I've laid down a rule. I've told you what to do. I'll be here when you get tired. Does everybody understand now? (laughs) So brothers, you want to live a long life. You want to live a good life? You let God finish what he want to do. Put your attention on God. Does everybody, put your attention on God. Does everybody understand that? I am so glad, I can't tell you. Sometimes I feel like doing jumping jacks when I think about how good it is to be married to a wife that ain't fighting me, that let me be a man in my home. I can say something and I ain't got to explain myself. It, this is just what the Lord told me to do. You wanna come? I ain't got to go over finances, how it's gonna be financed, what is, it? are you sure? It, it ain't none of that. That's a blessing, uh, because I've been married to the opposite. And sometimes, you know, I try not to talk too much about it, because I don't want, you know, to be accused of, you know. (laughs) Sometimes sisters don't like when I talk like it. So I I try not to talk too much about it, because I don't want to give you brothers hope. (laughs) Does everybody understand what I'm saying now? I don't want to give you brothers any ideas but I can say this God did not intend for us to wrestle in our own homes God did not intend for you to be aggravated for you to be frustrated he didn't intend for your children to be all over the place because they don't know who in the world is running it today We got a world to conquer for Christ. And it's bigger than your home. It's bigger than your address, I can promise you. But if you continue to allow the devil to, to distract you with that wife that don't want to follow you, then your address will be your whole world and you'll disqualify yourself from being in the army of God. So, brothers, let's focus on what God has called us to do. Listen, you can't fight against God's will to begin with. If it's meant for y'all to be together, she'll be there. If it's not, she won't. Does everybody understand that? And I'm just here to encourage you, brothers, focus on God. Keep your attention on God and what he has called you to do. Does everybody understand? I learned, if I didn't learn anything, else, I learned this. You can't make grown folks change. No, you can't make them change. And I know this, it don't take years to change. If I think I'm right, I'm talking from a woman's standpoint. If I think I'm right, I'll go play along and and make you think I'm really getting it, but I'm not. No, I'm not wrong. I just go along just to get along. But when it's all said and done, I'm gonna do the same junk I've been doing because I'm right. (laughs) Somebody that know they wrong, they gonna change. That, that See, that's the thing. Listen, I've I, I, I played games with the devil. I, I've tried to convince him to get saved, but he will not. Because he don't think he's wrong. He thinks God is wrong. You're wrong. If you weren't, I wouldn't have been able to take a third of your angels. That's the proof. That's your proof that I'm right. And when it's all said and done, I'm going to have over half of mankind in hell with me. What more proof do you need? Is the devil wrong? Yeah, he's wrong. So what do I look like arguing with him? What do I look like trying to get him saved when he thinks he's right? <laughs> Does everybody understand that? And I'm telling you... I refuse to waste my time trying to change the devil. I refuse. Does everybody understand that now? I refuse to drag him along and try to make him go along with God's program. I refuse. Whatever belongs to God is going to follow God. That's the bottom line. Does everybody understand that? When Jesus Christ called Peter into the ministry, Peter had a whole wife, a whole wife. But it was years later where in Paul's writing, where you see that Peter is, the Bible says he's leading about his wife. In other words, wherever Peter went, she followed him. But that wasn't so at the beginning of his ministry. You don't read anything about Peter saying, Lord, let me go see about my wife. Let me make sure she ain't cheating on me. You know, she was out there in them streets before we got, it wasn't none of that. Wasn't none of that. The Lord have called me to be fisher of men, and that's exactly what I'm going to do. When she get tired of being by herself, she'll come join me. Does everybody understand that? Sisters, you're not called to fight against your husband. You're supposed to be a helpmeet not a hinder meat and I'm telling you (laughs) I'm talking to you sisters and I hope y'all hear me loud and clear you better stick around you better stick close because if your husband ever get just a little bit of the peace that I got he might not ever want to go back to the foolishness don't you play that witchcraft of thinking well i'm gonna leave and when i leave he gonna learn yeah he gonna learn but not the way you think he's gonna think what in the world is this what i've been missing (laughs) men are not built like women We don't need chicks under us. Does everybody understand that? Oh, we love our children, but we ain't got to be sitting on them. (laughs) Does everybody understand that? (laughs) And so a lot of times women deal with men like they women. I'm gonna teach you a lesson. I'm going to abandon you. Men don't go through abandonment issues, I promise. Does everybody understand that? (laughs) So brothers, I believe we ought to love our wives as Christ loved the church, and and, and that's in every way. If she don't want to follow, let her be. The Lord ain't never made anybody follow him. Does everybody understand that? He ain't never tried to make anybody. He just laid it out. I want you to preach, 12 years old, 20 years old. Oh, okay, so you back now, you ready to preach? Yes, sir. Does everybody understand that? So let's put our focus on God. I know it ain't easy because I listen I'm not talking nothing I ain't lived I, I know it can be hard I know men we want peace in our homes but I'm, I'm telling you before I fight with a woman I'll have another address before I lack peace I'll be somewhere else where there is some peace does everybody understand that you can have the whole house does everybody understand I'm telling you, <laughs> what, do, what do people get up and buy? This is your year. This is your year. You decide. Does everybody understand that? I'm telling you, listen, brothers and sisters, it, it ain't meant to work when folks are out of their place. God didn't bring two men together and two women together, it ain't meant to work. That woman got a man's spirit, let her go. Let her go, because in her heart, she really believe I'm supposed to run it the same way you believe it. Every man got a man spirit on the inside of them, every one of us. And when that woman got a man spirit, you, you might as well be fighting with another man. She thinks she's right. She thinks I'm supposed to run it. What are you talking about? How in a word, you going to argue with the devil, and he's ancient. Yes, devil, you can run it, but without me, I ain't, you can't make me live here. Does everybody understand that? Listen, we can't be deceived. We have to know what we're dealing with. You, you, you think you're still dealing with the sweet I do. That, that ain't there no more. It's I don't. Until you let me run it, and then I do. So brothers, let's get to reality. Does everybody understand that? It's time for us to move forward in the things God have called us to do. Does everybody understand that? <laughs> so don't don't let the devil take your peace. i'm telling you i'm so you know most of you brothers are young and when you're young you you think i got all the time i'm gonna figure it out come on come on let's have a bible study. we're gonna figure this what it ain't nothing how in the world all the bible studies in the world with the devil ain't gonna help him you think he ain't sitting here tonight you think he's here because he want to hear the word? No. And I'm telling, I'm telling you, it, it don't take years to get saved. Amen. And I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, brothers, some of us, we can be the biggest hindrance to our, our wives because we're trying to pull them, and God did not call us to pull them. The Bible says to go ye into the world and make disciples, make disciples. If I got to pull you, you're not a disciple. I'm telling you, I I thank God for helping my life, for helping me. Giving me a wife that's just going to go along with me. She's going to follow me. It has been over a decade since we've argued, a decade. uh... (laughs) Did y'all hear that? (laughs) So I got peace. (laughs) I'm telling you. It's a joy serving the Lord without all the hustle and bustle. That just, I'm telling you, it's a a brand new life. I can follow God without arguing, I can follow God without all the turmoil. When I come home, I ain't got to sit in my car and dread going inside because I don't know what's in there. I can just walk in there. And I ain't got to worry about Legion standing upside down in the corner, hair all over her face. I ain't got to worry about that. When I come home, my wife is there. I ain't got to come and are you? Is, is everything OK? Ain't none of that. Yeah, it's OK. I'm glad I got the same wife every time I come home. You know why? Because she submits to me. She allowed me to control her moods. Does everybody understand that? And you sisters, that's the key to having a good mood. Bow to male authority. If you don't, the devil will have you all over the place. Does everybody understand that? you might not like it i'm sorry that the feminist movement done taught you different but god will teach you the truth about it that male authority is what stabilizes the mood (laughs) that's a i'll tell you that's a strange world to live in i'm tell i can't i'm telling you that's a strange world to live in being a woman, and I listen, I ain't downplaying sisters. I promise you, I, I love women. Does everybody understand that? I love you, sisters, as but we don't deny your nature. What's your nature? Just whatever I feel like, that's what I'm gonna do. Today, the Lord told me to move to California. Oh, wait a minute, no, not California, I'm gonna stay here. Tomorrow, the Lord is telling me to move to Omaha. I've seen women move out of town because they been passed around in their hometown. Well, ain't nobody else here. Everybody know about me here. I got a bad reputation, so I got to move to another state so I can get another bad reputation. I'm so glad I ain't scared of the feminist spirit. Yeah, it's right here, fighting. Well, I'm telling you, I ain't scared. (laughs) Does everybody understand that? (laughs) You better be still. Does everybody understand now? My prayer is that we will, (laughs) I I wish I could just really make you understand. Bible says God have called us to peace. That's our calling, peace. He's called us to it. I would not brothers, my prayers is that you will make this pledge From this day forward, it's gonna be peace in my home. With or without my wife. There's gonna be peace there. When my children got grown Listen, uh, uh, from the time they were born until they were 18, I was responsible for them. I could drop the hammer on them without going to jail. I could whoop them. When they turned 18, they knew it. I did too. <laughs> I don't mind. You can live with me until you're 50, until you're 100, but it's going to be my rules. And when you get too grown to like it, get your own place. And I'm telling you, you ain't got to be my child for that to take place. That's for any uh, adult. (laughs) Whether I'm married to him or not. at, At this address, this is how we do things. Some of you, you'll go to, you'll work at a McDonald's or a Burger King. When you worked at McDonald's, you weren't in there looking for how to make a a a, a Whopper? You, how many of you were stomping up in there? Causing all kind of ruckus. Why are there no Whoppers in here? I'd tear this whole place up. No I'm just glad to be working Got these bills Got these little hungry children Big Mac it is That's how y'all do it here Okay Does everybody understand that And then we'll go home And upset the whole atmosphere I'm trying to show you How the devil got your mind warped You'll go everywhere else and go right along with their program. (laughs) I know where I've been hired at. I ain't crazy. I ain't trying to change the game. I'm here to be employee of the month. But are you wife of the month? (laughs) No. (laughs) He gonna be wife of the month. He better get in line. How many of you sisters got your husband's last name? Then guess what? You were hired. (laughs) Does everybody understand that? You didn't hire them. They hired you. (laughs) Does everybody understand? Dang, it's time to c- cut out all the foolishness. <laughs> this is the this is like I'm in rumper room somewhere. What in the world is going on? <laughs> if y'all don't straighten up, <laughs> I'm telling you, y'all not gonna make me think I'm crazy. <laughs> this, this Bible means what it says. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. <laughs> and I don't care what translation you get and how cute they try to make it, it's still gonna equal the same thing. <laughs> so let's let's be obedient. Does everybody understand that? I love my wife. I love my family. I really do. But I'm gonna tell you this, I love God more and his will for my life is way more important than this temporal stuff one day if the Lord tarry my wife might have to bury me or I might have to bury her when when that marriage has been dissolved through through when death has done us part I want to be able to look God in his eye does everybody understand that I want to be able to say even when I was married God I still served you I was the man of my home. I did what you told me to do. I, I don't want to say, okay, God, she's dead now, so I can, what you got for me to do? No, I ain't going to have that testimony. Does everybody understand that now? Let's do what God has called us to do. Does everybody understand? Because I'm going to tell you. We in our we could be preventing or trying to prevent the inevitable. Does everybody understand that? I'm a man all the time. All the time. I don't know how to be anything else. I'm a man all the time. Even when it's another spirit trying to take over, I'm still a man. You gonna have to fight me. Does everybody understand that? You're not going to take my manhood. Amen. You sisters, you ought to be glad you got a man. Amen. Does everybody understand that? Uh, hey, you know, if, the, if that, that, that perverted spirit weren't out there so hard, God wouldn't preach against it. There's a perverted spirit And I'm not talking about sexually. It is a perversion. And even churches are cosigning the foolishness. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm telling you, somebody got to stand on the wall and tell the truth about it. God, have, if you were born a male, God have called you to lead. Amen. And I'm telling you, I don't know how else to say it. In this ministry, we remind men they got testicles. Act like it. Does everybody understand that? No, you don't have ovaries. No, you didn't come with those. Be a man. I ain't saying be abusive. I'm saying be a man. God called me to go in this direction. You're welcome to come if you want, but if not, I'm going. Does everybody understand that? <laughs> Brother Bolton, I think you're trying to promote divorce no I'm trying to promote peace that's on you I ain't in your house arguing with your husband you are <laughs> So, let's cut out the foolishness what is your end game devil what do you want if he just do what I say it will be live in peace no, you still wouldn't be happy. That's, that's, that's the catch-22 of the foolishness. If he do what you say, he ain't a man no more, you coward. I need a man. That's what the devil gonna have you saying next. Look at that wimp in there. You get him and fix me a sandwich. And then be, girl, I, I can't stand him. He always doing what I'm telling him. <laughs> so just be a man up front. <laughs> you ain't gonna win putting on an apron, brothers. <laughs> now we have men courses if you want. <laughs> <laughs> God have called us to be men. Does everybody understand that? And you don't have to be gay to be effeminate. My wife and I, we were looking at the uh earlier today we were reading some of the comments of the contentious woman video. I tell you, how many views did that video have? About 10,000? Isn't that something? And people from all over the world comment, I'm finally somebody's telling the truth. This truth has been here. It's been here. Does everybody understand that? But you know what I, I saw in the comments is these men are just alone. They're suffering by themselves. And no, in their hearts and minds, nobody understands what I'm going through. That feminist spirit got them thinking, you by yourself. You're the only fool that's, that's not just going along with the agenda here. Here we flip the foolishness. Let's flip it back on its back like it blows. God ain't crazy. No, He ain't. His word still means what it says. Sisters, you are not supposed to run your homes. You are not supposed to run your homes. Talk to your single mama about the nervous breakdown she's having every other week. Because she doesn't pull the world on her shoulders. You talk to sisters that's paying their own bills. Ask my wife how often she pays the bills. My wife ain't aging. You know why? Because she let me be the man. Does everybody understand that? And the devil is, he got folks acting a plumb fool in this world. Got women wanting to be men, and then when they take on those characteristics in their face, now I got to put on makeup. Let me soften my face a little bit. Let me fix my hair, because everybody say I'm walking around looking all chiseled. How about just submitting? Does everybody understand that? That's, that's your key to beauty. <laughs> Telling you, when you want the position of a man, you start looking like one. Now you're in the mirror trying to fix your hair and make sure. Let me see if I can flip it over this way so I can my face can look more soft. <laughs> or you could just be soft. Does everybody understand that? (laughs) I tell you, that spirit is something else. And my prayers is that we will (laughs) line up with the word of God. Brothers, you ain't got to make your wife follow God. You follow God. If she want to be with you, she'll follow you. If she don't want to be with you, she won't. That's all. That's all. That's all it is to it. Does does everybody understand that? What else is it? Does everybody understand? What joy do you get out of being with somebody that you got to fight with? That's the craziest thing to me. It's time to get back to reality. Why I got to argue with you? That's not my calling. Does everybody understand that? Brothers, don't let your wife think the foolishness is the norm, it is not. Don't let TV make you think it is, it is not. There can be peace. And and I think for every woman that just wants to have her way, you stay single. That's your key to happiness, just be by yourself. I say be by yourself why in the world you want to pull them into your foolishness does everybody understand that does that make any sense the Bible says how can two walk together except they agree if we're not agreeing we're not walking together And I'm telling you, when you get my age, you ain't got time for the foolishness. Look, girl, I've learned to live half my life. I ain't got, I ain't got time for one more argument with you. I wish I would. <laughs> Does everybody understand that? <laughs> I'm trying to bring us back to reality. And the sad part is we try to do all of that and be lovely christians at the same time i'm gonna navigate this thing this is the abundant life is it (laughs) does everybody understand now i believe i can live to be 100 years old if it's god's will You know why? Because I got peace. I'm telling you, I got peace. Does everybody understand? I ain't got high blood pressure. I ain't got the sugar. (laughs) Does everybody understand that? And women were act a fool in their home for years and buried two and three husbands. Girl, I don't know what happened. He just dropped dead. And if he was living for the Lord, he's thanking God right now. Thank you, Lord, you got me out of that mess. I've been waiting on you. <laughs> you know that's the that's that's the statistic. Women outlive men. Uh, yeah, y'all sure do. But you need to ask yourself why. Does everybody understand that? I was some woman. I ain't gonna say her name. But some woman told me, you know. Uh, women drive better than men. Now I ain't disputing that. I said, "Oh really? Where you get that from?" Well, that's the th- that's that's the that's 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 in the, on the books. They ain't getting as many tickets. I wonder why. Does everybody understand that? <laughs> if the police pull my ugly self over, <laughs> I'ma get five tickets. Does everybody understand that? <laughs> but if you pretty girl, look, I'm gonna just go, I'm gonna give you a warning. <laughs> Does everybody understand that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that to say, you sisters have power. Y'all have power. You can make your husband feel like a million dollars, or you can make him second guess whether or not he got the right deodorant. Whether or not he know how to change all. That ain't the right, that that ain't the right all. That's grease. Does everybody understand? Uh, a man depends on his wife for that confidence. That wife gives him confidence. That wife can make him feel like I can I can conquer this whole world. That's what my wife makes me feel like. I can, I can, I really can I can do all things. I know that's the Bible. But I got a wife that helped me to believe that. You wife got that authority, that power in your, in your home. Does everybody understand that? Proverbs 31, it talks about that woman. Th- that man has a good reputation because his wife is so good to him. That even boosts his reputation. People talking about what kind of good man he is because he got such a good wife. Men out in town talking about how what a man he is. Does everybody understand that? My wife, one of the first time, one of the first times we went to her hometown after we got married, a man walked up to me that knew my wife. And he said, you must be a good man. If she married you, you must be a good man. He wasn't saying that to be insulting. But he knew my wife was a virtuous woman. Does everybody understand that now? (coughs) And so we have to ask ourselves, what are people saying in the town about us? that what they saying about your husband he's a good man or, or is he under judgment <laughs> Ooh, you, the Lord must be mad at you everybody understand that I'm telling you I ain't gonna never get used to the devil ever I don't care how common he is. He's been around a whole lot longer than I have, but I ain't going to never get you, he ain't going to never be common to me. His antics, the things he's doing in the homes, that ain't going to never fly with me. Ever. Does everybody understand now? So let's act like we got some sense. And this is for everybody. All over the world that's watching this. Let's act like we got some sense. Does everybody understand now? (laughs) Mmm, goodness. I've been up here for an hour already. All right. (laughs) All right, so I guess we did have two messages for y'all tonight, huh? Joshua, go stop that video and restart it for me.